hear time and time again that digital transformation has less to do with technology than we think. It's mostly about taking people along for a ride, winning their hearts and minds. But how do you actually do that? Our guest today has a proven formula. Europe and Root is leading a major digital transformation for the Dutch Postal Service. Today, he shares the secrets to his success. The change isn't the process that is changing. It's the mindset that needs to be changed. You're listening to People Changing Enterprises. I'm your host, Jasmine Goodman, and please enjoy this episode with Europe and Root from post and You've said before that you are successful in creating change because, quote, I make sure everybody's excited from beginning to end. Now that's a bold statement, Yura. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me more about that. How do you make that happen? It is a bold statement, but yeah, I'm convinced that it is. And sometimes people are excited because they don't agree. And sometimes, but often because we do agree. And therefore I've got an acronym called FEAST. So make it a feast. And it stands for fun, empathy, aligned, storyline, and team. The first one, fun, and that's actually something that, that my previous manager taught me is like, make it fun. When it's fun, you want to interact and then you don't look at a meeting like, oh no, not this again. So make that joke, make your slides look beautiful. Have that funny movie in there that is like, confrontationally true but above all like smile do whatever you do with a smile so it doesn't mean that you should undersell what you're doing or that everything should be easy we don't have to be excited because we all agree but things get hard and that's okay but address it with a smile and with that excitement then for me a really important one is empathy and it starts also with a statement, and that is, the other is always right. It's a way more fun way of looking at change, but also even at life, is to think that nobody thinks they are wrong, even when they are. Because otherwise they wouldn't think it anymore. They wouldn't say it anymore. So they think they're right. So how much more tolerant and understanding would you be if you could see the actions of other people as attempts to do the right thing? Don't discuss the outcome or the fact that you don't agree. See what is behind it. Which beliefs does the other have? What is the interest of the other? And why are they defending what they are defending? So stay curious, stay humble. Don't assume that you are right. Maybe you're wrong. Ask the question so you know why they say what they say. And then you know their beliefs and interests. And that brings you to a whole different conversation. It's a very, very grown-up way of thinking about it. So hard to take that step back and say, okay, maybe you're right. Yeah, and the funny thing is that you kind of always expect the other to approach you in that way. You're um, more self-aware. You have understood that there is a level of selflessness that you need in order to get where you want to go. But now let's get back to your acronym. What's the A for? Of course, yes. So the A, it's for aligned. So always making sure that you're aligned on the topic. Be credible. Do as you promise and as you said that you were going to do. So to share this common ground and a common understanding. And that makes the process predictable and keeps everybody aligned. 
And a really simple action helped me with it. And that is when we are working on a project, every meeting, the, the slides are our common understanding. So we always have the meetings with the slides on screen because then always we can continuously check, okay, is the situation still the same? Is the problem that we see still the same? Are the guiding principles that we have, are they still the same? What is the goal that we have? And then everybody sees the story that you want to tell also constantly. So whether I will tell it or somebody, we will tell the same thing because we've got the same understanding. I started doing this also because on a personal level, it really helped me with my perfectionism because by continuously sharing the slides, it was already out there and you could already sense like when it was good enough and then go on because otherwise I would have been like, yeah, let's make it perfect and then show it to everybody. Which would probably be never. (laughs) Yes. It's this (laughs) mythical and unreachable place of perfection. Yeah. So then we get to the S which is the storyline, and that is make it understandable and, again, find common ground. So take something complex and make it simple, both in word and in image. I always find it a great compliment that when you do a presentation and someone asks a question and your reaction can be, hold on to that thought that's on the next slide. Mm. Because the storyline was predictable and the questions that you wanted them to have were already popping up so make sure that your storyline is logical and easy to understand great and t's for team i got that yes t's for team and could also stand for together so it should not be just me telling and convincing the the decision making unit and the users that we should do something the users should live through it themselves and really experience it and really feel like, yes, this is the way that we want it to go. So it's not only me being a thought leader, it's them as well. So this then also influences the dynamics in that decision-making unit because it's not just me telling them, they've already heard it from their own people. Their own people also can tell them, okay, we are convinced that we should do this. And in that way, questions are possible hiccups You can also address them before the decision-making moment. Plus, it's, of course, more fun to do it as a team. But I think to add to this, you shouldn't have like a favorite go-to change slash persuasion approach. Hmm. You use the one that is needed at that moment. And that's why the empathy, I said like, yeah, that's my, my favorite one. So use your empathy to find out what is needed because it's a fool's game to think that the same approach is optimal for each situation. So read the situation, read the stakeholders, throw your own expertise in the mix and have fun doing it. How do you deal with resistance to change? I mean, the feast sprung from it, from coming across these moments where you don't agree and then you find what works. So again, first step is Really understand why they don't agree, why they don't want to change. Are you then correct? Of course, do that as well. And then if you still want them to change in your direction, have them experience it. For example, users doing this workshop where they would already work inside the new system 
and really experience how it is and not have this before made up obstacles, do it, experience it. And then see if you still don't think that we should do it. Sometimes just making a decision, okay, then maybe we should just start small, prove the value, and then use that as a showcase. We did this POC, here's the value. Do you still not agree? And I never experienced that they still weren't agreeing. Well, very hard if you do a proof of concept and the result is encouraging. It's really hard to still say no because there's no good reason. And then you, it becomes that very um, familiar, continuous cycle of improvement, right? You test and learn. What advice would you give someone who wants to change something big inside a big enterprise like PostNL? Listen, that is the big advice. So truly listen, what are the beliefs out there? What are the interests out there? And then write them all down. So then you can really target, okay, what is it that we actually need to change? Because the change often isn't about, okay, we're going to use a new application or whatever. Of course, that's changed. But the true change is making people believe other things, making people get excited about other things and have their overall opinion change. Like that is the actual change. It's not the change isn't the process that is changing. It's the mindset that needs to be changed. And to change that, you need to listen. In the end, it's about start doing things. If you just keep on discussing everything, nothing will happen. So make that first step and then you will see what the next step should be. And of course, sometimes you make a step in the wrong direction, but then you can step in a different way again. So don't just look at that, okay, where you want to be. Also look at what, what step should we take right now. Thanks for listening to People Changing Enterprises. This show is brought to you by ContentStack, the leading composable digital experience platform for enterprises. Got a question or suggestion? Email us at podcast at contentstack.com. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next week with a new episode helping you make your mark.